Yo, 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 the committee podcast uh, presents Black to the Future. I am your boy, Love Killer Trey, uh, formerly known as Adolphus Savage, uh, checking in live and direct. Um, so got a couple topics that I wanted to uh, go over, but uh, before we do that, I do want to kind of let you guys know what the Black to the Future uh, segment of this is about. Uh, essentially, it's uh, just a brother like myself or other members of the committee podcast essentially working together to uh, help out the black community whether it's giving out life information uh, opinions on different things when it comes to life and finances uh, and different things like that so um, you don't always have to take it too serious but I'm just gonna uh, run over a couple things that's been on my mind so a little backstory about myself in case everybody doesn't know I'm usually labeled as the crazy one when it comes to the committee podcast, Uh, the wild one, the loud one. But actually, when it comes to finances, I've actually been in the banking industry for about 10 years now. So I've kind of seen it all, did it all, honestly. Um, So when it comes to like giving pointers and different things like that, I mean, uh, don't get me wrong, I'm not like a you know, financial advisor or personal banker or anything like that. But I feel like I have seen enough situations to kind of help out as need be. So kicking it off on this episode, I'm going to actually get into a situation where I had a caller today at my uh, workplace, not the committee podcast studios, but my other job. And essentially what had happened, uh, this couple had went on a a romantic rendezvous uh, out of town and had booked a a stay at the Days Inn for about four or five days. So as they're explaining it to me, uh, she, the uh, woman that was on the phone, uh, made me aware that her husband had uh, woke up on the second night being in the hotel, uh, bite marks all up and down his arm and chest. And they can actually visibly see bed bed bugs scurrying about. And so I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, oh my goodness, you know, bed bugs? Like, nah, gee, that's not that's not where it's at. In case you've never experienced bed bugs before, which I hope you haven't, uh, that can be a nightmare situation. Like these things, they can get on you, get in your stuff. They can go dormant for years and be transported back to where you live. And if you really have an outbreak, I mean, you're talking about potentially uh, throwing away all your clothes, uh, thousands of dollars in cleaning and and different stuff like that, that you're gonna have to do washing everything, freezing everything, uh, having uh, pesticide people and different stuff like that coming to your house. So it could be a really big scare for a lot of people. Uh, She calls in, of course she's upset. Um, The hotel had accommodated the family. Essentially, they apologized. They moved into a different room. Um, And the customers were telling me how they bought, you know, fumigation stuff, different sprays and stuff like that for the bed bugs. And, you know, had dropped by a laundry place and it washed all their clothes and it touched the bed. And so essentially they were calling in to uh, dispute their stay at this hotel. Okay, and the reason being is because, of course, hey, it's bed bugs. This is services not rendered, um, or they didn't get the full benefit of their services. 
So this is a tidbit of information in case you don't know about like claim processes and stuff like that. Um, essentially, if you have a hotel stay, you only have a certain allotted amount of time if you don't like it, if it's dirty, if it's trashed, if it's bed bugs, if it's, you know, leaks or whatever, you cannot stay at that hotel. You have to get out of there. Um, if you don't, then, you know, we, it, it, we don't have rights to dispute this. So I'm making the customer aware, hey, well, are you still at the hotel? You're still staying there. Yes, you know, well, they changed our room, but that's not good enough. We want our money back. We want a full return. And I'm like, I mean, that that's cool. And I understand where you're coming from. But if the hotel moved you to another room and you agreed to go to another room, then they're still providing the services to you. I understand that, you know, you may not want to be there, but essentially you're shit out of luck. You're up a creek without a paddle. Okay, so I said that to segue into the main piece of this conversation that we're going to have tonight. Essentially, um, the husband got on the phone. He was mad. You know how husbands do. Yeah, I'm a big bad man. I'm tell this boy what to do. So this Negro gets on the phone and he's like, no, we're not staying there. And we don't have enough money to book another hotel for the amount of days I'm going to be here. We're going to be here. And this is our honeymoon. And this is terrible and blah, blah, blah. You're supposed to have our back. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. I look over at their account. And I see this couple, and I, I hope this isn't their primary account. If it is, if it isn't, it's my business. How are you going on vacation and you have less than $200 in your account for a five-day vacation? I mean, even if everything is paid for, the room, the flight, the car, all of that, it's no way you should be going on a five-day vacation with $200 in your account. And... They were pretty argumentative about the point. They were mad, you know, and essentially they were saying, oh, well, we're not going to stay here. And we talked to the manager. They're supposed to be giving us a refund, but we're not going to have a place to stay if you don't give us the refund. Okay, now the refund, I think they paid like 264 for the hotel. So, I mean, with the, so that would have given like 400 bucks or something like that. Um, that would have been enough to get them a couple of additional days, hopefully, to stay. But the main point of me telling you guys this is when you do things, um, I know it, I know we live in a society now where everyone wants to travel the world and they spend big bucks and, you know, they, yeah, we're living it up. We're, we're turning up. Uh, sorry for the 2016 reference. I don't know what you Negroes uh, call it now, but yeah, we, we, Man, we turn up, you know, we living it up. We doing this, we doing that. To book a proper trip, they should have at least had double to triple the hotel amount in their account. Because you never do understand what can happen. I mean, you could get there, hotel could be booked, they messed up on your reservation. Um, no matter what you do with merchants, as they would call them, they're never gonna give you your money back instantaneous. Like it just doesn't happen. Except Harris Teeter, which is if you're in North Carolina, you would know where Harris Teeter is. Uh, I, I had something where I had uh, bought a product from them and I had uh, got back home and figured out I already had the product. 
And I came back in. They were like, yeah, just put your card back in. should be back on your account, blah, 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 blah. I looked, and I was like, God dang, you know, I just left the store. It's already back on my account. That's great customer service. Most people are going to drag their feet. You, you get to a hotel. Something happens. You got to get another hotel. You're expecting your money to be back instant because everybody's always like, oh, well, they took the funds immediately when I booked and blah, blah, blah. None of that matters. Okay, let's let's stop living in fantasy land. Um, debit cards have been out and Visa and everything else long enough to where we know how these processes work. Um, they take your money out and they hold it instant. It could take anywhere from three to five days all the way up to seven days to get it back. Do not put yourself in position trying to impress others to where you can end up on stuck. You know, you're, you're somewhere out of town. You're supposed to be there for a certain amount of days. Um, I looked at where they live compared to where they went. If they drove, it would be an extremely long drive. They caught a flight. I mean, you, you can't just change your flight in a day and you only have a hundred bucks, uh, 200 bucks or less. So I say this to say, make sure whatever it is you're trying to do, make sure you can afford it twice. I don't know the exact Jay-Z quote, but I stole it from Jay-Z. Uh, shout out to the troll God. Uh, he also, uh, at troll God, put some pretty good financial information out there as well. Um, so just kind of got that, some of those tidbits from them, as well as just from my own knowledge. Um, I had a situation where I um, had a great deal come up on a pickup truck recently. And this was about maybe two months ago now. It's back in April. Now, I'm not sure when this podcast is going to drop, if it drops, but um, it's almost July now. I budgeted myself to where I can kind of rob Peter to pay Paul, as they say. So I robbed Peter to pay Paul. I essentially said, okay, I'm going to put my bills on the back burner and then go all in to grab this truck. And I did, and I don't regret it or anything like that. Um, but I'm still recovering months later from making that type of play, you know, and it's like, it's a lot of things that you can't budget for, or you just can't, you, you know, that are going to be out of your hands. Cause I mean, like, even with that example of that truck, it's still things I need to get done to it to really earn my money back out of it. I mean, I'm happy with it. Don't get me wrong. It's just... You have to be in position to where you can afford it twice. If I could afford it twice, then by me buying it, it doesn't hurt me. You know, don't sit here and try to spend your whole check to do this or that. And that's basically my main point. Um, you know, it just kind of had to get that off of my chest a little bit because that was something that was kind of irking me today was um, these people just Jesus, man. How you go on a trip with under $200? Like, that reminds me of like when I was 18 and 19 uh, and 17 and 16. And like guys would just get together. Uh, we're four or five to one room with two beds. N niggas is on the floor and stuff. And we're eating McDonald's every meal, dollar menu airs, millionaires, whatever they call it. And, you know, we're just doing it just to say we're there, but you're not really enjoying the trip. Don't don't be like me. You know what I'm saying? 
Anyway, that was all I had to say on that one. This is Adolphus Savage, a.k.a. Love Killer Trey, uh, signing out. And uh, tune in every Monday for new episodes. Uh, feel free to at Committee Podcast. You can also at Love Killer Trey. And I'm out. <laughs>